My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day. I... Um, having, well, I'm having a good day the day I'm recording this, but the day this episode comes out will be my 36th birthday. Damn, I am getting old. At least it feels like it. I, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. And I wanted to talk about growth on today's episode. I really wanted to talk about why growth is so important and what to do when it growth feels heavy. Sometimes growing so much can just feel hard. And I really want to uncover what not only why, but I also want to make a stance that it is worth it. So on my birthday, I'm going to be talking about growth. And before we get started with the episode, the best birthday present to me, if you have it in your heart, would be to screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram stories, share it on your Facebook stories, whichever you prefer, and share it with the world. This podcast is how my entire business started, so it would mean so, so much for me for you to spread the word and share it with people. So I'll start there. Secondly, I want to give my clients in Show Up and Lead Mastermind a big ass celebration. (laughs) The reason I say this is because we have had an amazing month of March in the Mastermind and I, did I just say March? I meant April. And I wanted to share the wins that have showed up this month. So I'll share a little bit of them. This one comes from Charlie, signed my first 7K client, and we don't start until March. Plus, I have another clarity call tomorrow. Thank you, Kat Del Carmen, and everyone for helping me get through a really tough month without signing a client. Doing the sales calls work really paid off. My conversion rate for Q1 was 22%. So my goal was to increase it to 75% in Q2. I want to celebrate Charlie so bad because they did the work. When I talk about doing the work and doing the hard work to get to where you want to be, it is so important, y'all, that 
you not only, I think a lot of us desire to have the goal, but it takes work. Like it takes going to the drawing board. It takes writing down your feelings. It takes identifying exactly what's going on on your sales calls if that's the issue. And it really takes a lot of hard work and people forget that. And Charlie just put in the work and I believe right after they signed this client, they signed another client, <laughs> I believe. So I just want to shout them out. Secondly, I want to shout out my client, Naomi, who had, I will, I'll, I'll read you what she wrote. I am so proud of myself. I had a consultation call yesterday and the woman requested if there was any other way to work with me. That was not a six-month program. The way I addressed her objection, she was like, yeah, you're right. I told her why I didn't do what she requested and why the way I have my program set up is the best way. She signed up the same day. You guys, I can't underestimate how important it is for you to have your own back when people want, like people, clients, potential clients ask for something different. I think because we obviously want clients, we want more clients, but when pe- when we get random requests from potential clients asking us to shorten the time of working together or shorten the, or change the payment plan, Of course, we want to make it work for clients, but that will only work for so long. There is so much power in deciding that you're going to stick with something and not changing it for the integrity of the program and the integrity of yourself. And that is such an example of what Naomi did here. So cheers to you. I'll read you one more. This comes from Norma. And she said, I listened to my intuition and went to my kid's PTC meeting and this AM knowing they were having elections for next year's committee. I found a chairperson that was calling me to be a volunteer and I'm beyond excited to get started. I'm also so grateful to be in a place that I can confidently do this without feeling the pressure of Will my boss support me in this? Knowing that my life decisions will not be based on fear is so freeing. Norma is revving up to leave her nine to five. And I just want to celebrate her. That is such a big life change. And even like once you make the decision, like I've been there and a huge part of leaving your nine to five and going all into your business is making the decision. That is the biggest part of the, maybe not the biggest, but is like the number one step that really gets things going. So I want to celebrate you, Norma. I want to cheers you with a glass of champagne one day. And I just want to celebrate all my clients. We have many more, but I, I'll, I'll stop there. But I want you to, I want to remind you, of something. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want that to be me or, oh, that must feel good. I want you to know that it's possible for you. 
These are the types of results we celebrate within show up and lead. We don't just show up and lead with, I want to make all the money. We don't just celebrate with, I want to make all the money. We celebrate with who you are becoming along the way. Who is the person you become to create those results you want? And in Show Up and Lead Mastermind, a huge emphasis of the program, the number one thing I will teach you is how to show up as the CEO of your business and how to embody the CEO that your business needs. Because if you want to scale to multiple six figures, your business needs you to show up for it. It needs you to think about your business differently. So I want to celebrate my clients. And I also want to invite you to get on the wait list for Show Up and Lead. Doors open June 8th to the public for this mastermind. This mastermind is designed to help you embody becoming the CEO your business needs get fully booked in one-on-one, transition into a group program, and get to multiple six figures. That's what we are going for within the group. It's what our clients are turning into, six-figure earners, and I want to invite you to join. So we open up the enrollment June 8th, and we get started with the next round in August with a live event. So if you're interested and want to learn more, go to the link below or go to my Instagram, go to the link in bio and you will, you can learn more about it there. And if you have any questions, feel free to email or DM me or my team. All right, y'all, let's get into this episode and let's talk about growth. So I'm 36 years old today when, well, actually not literally, but when this comes out, I'll be 36 years old and you know, I wanted to create an episode to talk about growth because I have been on a journey of massive growth for the last probably four years and I, and even more before that. I'd say like four to six, maybe seven years. And I have really decided to grow and decided to push forward and move forward when things got hard. And I want to talk about that. So when I I kind of think of the beginning of this journey, somewhere around the time when I was deciding to ask for a raise in my job, because I was unhappy with my pay. And I spent a lot of my career really fighting to get paid better and fighting for positions that I wanted. And it felt like in my nine to five job, like in my tech career when I was in tech, I spent so much time trying to trying to make people see my worth. And I spent so much time trying to articulate my value and show my value. And it seems like no one ever saw it. And there was a point around, how old was I? Probably somewhere around like five to six years ago, before I had my son, when I really decided I am so sick of playing this game 
and I'm going to do things on my terms. And what that looked like for me is I'm going to be completely honest about what I want. I'm going to ask for what I want. I'm going to request what I need and I'm just going to be unapologetic about it. So what that looked like in my nine to five was one, I wanted to get paid more and I never had just wanted to request getting paid more outside of like review season. So I, here's what I did. I had a conversation with my manager at the time and I remember telling her how unhappy I was with my pay and I was very forward with her and I had a good relationship with her and I asked her like, what can we do about this? Because I'm really unhappy with this and I'm not going to stay here if I'm going to be continued to get paid this much. She did everything in her power. took a couple weeks. I remember she had to communicate with some folks and she came back to me and basically was like, Hey, like I pushed as far as I can and I'm not getting anywhere. And she told me like, you're going to have to do this. And I'm like, okay. And she also told me the next step was for me to talk to HR. And I was like, okay, let's go. And I remember having so many thoughts about this because I'm like, I'm literally just complaining to HR about my pay. Like, it just felt so uncomfortable. But I, at this point, I was really choosing growth. So I set up a meeting with HR. I tell them my story. They set up a meeting with me, with their director. I tell them my story. The director goes on to tell me that they're going to talk to the, like, GM of the organization, the CEO basically of like the product, and they'll get back to me. After week two, she kept delaying the conversation we needed to have and kept saying like, oh, I need to touch base with this place, this person and this person. And at that point, I was like, okay, like if you want to play this game, let's play. I decided to start applying to jobs and pretty quickly I got an interview with a company that um, was based in the same city I lived in, Oakland, Um, and I interviewed with them. I killed that interview. Honestly, I I had never interviewed like this. I mean, because I didn't need the job, like I had a good job. I went in there and I was like, y'all are so lucky to even like even have me applying. I didn't say that, but that was like my attitude. I just knew my worth and my experience level. So because of this, it was like a two week process for this um, job, this the, the job I was applying to. And they ended up writing out an offer for me that was $30,000 more than my current um, my current pay. It was something around $30,000 more. It was basically six figures. And I think at that time I was getting paid like 70 or something like that. So I take this offer and I really considered the offer. This was a startup that was doing really, really well. This company actually ended up going public. I could have made a lot of money, I'm sure, on stocks working for this company. But I remember when I was debating the conversation, I one of the things that was really important to me was maternity leave. And they didn't have any policy around it. Like literally, they didn't have a policy. They basically only provided what the state provided. And Paul and I knew we wanted to have a kid soon. So I went back to my company and 
I basically demanded something to happen quickly. I have an offer. I do not want to leave. I told them this. I do not want to leave this company, but I will. I need my request to get expedited. Something needs to happen here. And in that moment, I remember feeling, I had a lot of very big emotions. I I've kind of felt like a bitch. I remember seeing the GM of the organization and like passing by him in the hallways thinking like, shit, there are emails about me wanting a restructure of my pay now. Like he probably thinks this of me. This person probably thinks that of me. And I remember the thought I had is like, they must think I'm such a bitch. I don't know why I thought this, but I thought it. I told myself, they must think I'm such a greedy bitch. This is what I told myself. But I had been through enough growth at that time where I told myself, you know what? If I have to wear what felt like a scarlet letter that says greedy bitch, then I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. And I did. And I felt what I had to feel. And they came back with an offer that was, I think it, it, what it didn't mean, it didn't pass the 30,000, but it was very close. I think it was like 22 or 25,000. And at that time that worked for me, I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll do it. And though, honestly, the one reason I stayed is because the company I worked for had a six months fully paid maternity leave. And I knew I wanted to have a baby. So I stayed, I made that happen ended up having my baby and enjoyed the hell out of that six-month maternity leave. That was a big chapter of my growth story before I became an entrepreneur. It was the first time I decided for on growth. It was the first time I really decided that I do not give a fuck what people think about me. I might give a fuck a little bit, but I'm going to continue regardless of the emotions I have to hold and carry. The second big, big moment in my professional like career in terms of growth came when I decided to leave my nine to five and go all into my business. I had already started my podcast and I had already made some money here and there with some coaching sessions that I was charging like 150 bucks for or something like that. And I had a deep desire to leave my nine to five and go all in my business. I didn't have much to prove. Um, I, I'm sorry. I didn't have much to prove that le- I could make money in my business. I had only made, I think, $1,000 at that point. And I was very nervous to have this conversation with my husband. But one thing I, one thing I did write about leaving my nine to five is I started the conversation with my husband seven months prior to that. I started talking about how I want to leave my job. I started really creating the narrative that this is the direction I'm going. And I did that. And then in six, seven months, I basically manifested what I desired. But here, here, is, here is the hard part and the growth that I chose. I... It was COVID and I actually lost my job, but my company wasn't laying people off. Like they were committed to not 
laying people off. So they had me applying to different jobs within the organization so that I can still have a job. And meanwhile, I was basically in limbo getting paid to do nothing for a couple weeks, I think more than a month actually. And I, it was probably one of the times in my life where I had the most mixed emotions because I was interviewing for these jobs that were literally going to pay me more within the same company or I could leave my job job my nine to five totally and I could probably not get paid anything until I really figure it out I was so nervous I was scared although I had wanted these moments right like I had wanted to get so close to leaving my nine to five but when it got there it got very real and very scary and when I did leave my nine to five I negotiated so I negotiated um some I forget what you call it when you leave and you ask for money not a I don't know why settlement's coming to my head it's not a settlement I was um asking for a certain amount of pay okay I know you guys know what I'm talking about there's a word for this I've talked about it but I know oh, severance I negotiated a severance and I negotiated some medical medical like some health care for a couple months and that's what I did and I decided to leave and transitioning out of my nine to five was one of the hardest things that I ever had to do probably in my life and a big part of that was because of the identity that I had wrapped up as a successful career person in my head I had already wrapped my identity around like I am a well-paid Latina in tech And this is what it feels like, right? So leaving that identity of a well-paid Latina in tech and leaving it to go all into my business where I wasn't making that much money was a huge, huge ego hit. It hit my ego. It hit my, oh, my heart. I remember just feeling so down and out and really feeling desperate to learn how to build my business. That turned into a lot, a lot, a lot of hustle, lots of hustle, but it also turned into lots of testing and learning in my business. And that phase of my life where I burnt myself out to learn how to become an entrepreneur, as hard as it was, doing that work shifted me into really learning that I have to learn how to talk to myself nicer. And that is the only way I'm going to build the business I want. When I transformed my business and went into, this was the end of 2020. When I went into 2021 and really decided to just learn how to talk to myself nicer and focus on believing different things and focusing on different things, my business transformed. I completely let go of being perfect and it changed my business. Like that year I created 200K, 214K cash with one-on-one coaching. It was a very monumental year. And 
here are the lessons that I've learned. And since then, it's felt like it's just been gung-ho because the year after that was last year. And that's when I got pregnant and I scaled my programs. My income changed drastically. And I started, instead of selling every month, I started selling two times a year. And I really just had to learn how to hold a lot of capacity for growth. 2021, um, the year, you know, that I really blew my own mind. That year, my biggest lessons were, especially around growth, I just wanted to learn how to become good at what I did. And I learned that having a business that's in integrity with me versus trying to build a business that looks like someone else's, that's always going to get me to where I want faster. I shouldn't say faster, actually. Um, More intentionally. Like I had to learn how to do things my way and I had to practice in perfection And I had to practice really choosing what felt like hard growth. It felt like I chose the long road. But looking at it now, I wasn't choosing the... I was doing the work for the long road, but I was getting quick results because I was trusting the process so much. And when you trust the process and when you trust that it works... You really have that weight off your shoulders and you can just serve and give and test and learn and you can do it freely. It was a really monumental year. I remember there were so many hard times of that year too. It's hard to remember them now. It's always easier, right? Like looking back to those monumental years, it's like you. it just felt like everything was fine and dandy. But the truth is that I moved twice that year. Um, I moved our homes my toddler was growing into a toddler, like a real toddler. And by the end of the year, I really had to learn how to hold space for making my dreams come true because I did that. And it was very, very, very scary. Now, I want to fast forward into 2022 and 2023, which is this year. And I want to talk about my biggest lessons that I've learned and in growth um, in the last year and a half. So in 2022, I was pregnant with a tough pregnancy. I launched my mastermind twice and I had the experience of um, putting on my mastermind one time that year. And The lessons I learned um, were pretty incredible. Here's the thing. In 2022, I learned that if there is a will, there is a way. I spent a lot of 22 very, very hard on myself in my mind. And looking back, I... Um, but, but I also learned how to take care of myself in a way I'd never have before. And looking back at that time, I think about why I chose growth when it got hard because it got really hard and I really did want to give up a lot of times and I could have, I've never 
had more of a luxury of being able to drop everything than right now. Even till this day, like if I just wanted to give up my business because and go a different direction, I could. I could. And I say that because sometimes we think that having the wealth and having everything that you want is going to make life easier. And sure, it does in some ways, but it doesn't make the decisions easier. And I asked myself, why did I choose growth over and over again? And I choose growth. I chose growth in 2023 or in 2022 when I was pregnant. I chose growth. I chose to have a mastermind because I want more room for life in my business. And sometimes business, like running a business can feel like it's taking over your life. But I promise you, if you shift direction in your mind and also decide to let yourself live freely, live freely in your life while you grow your business, you can find a balance or what is the closest thing to a balance. But it's really hard to do that when you're burning out. And what I've learned is that balance doesn't feel like balance when you're in it. It feels like hopping from one thing to another. And it's it's funny because when you invest time in growing your business, you're setting yourself up for more life if you choose to do it that way. And that's why I've chosen to grow and grow and grow and grow. And I think sometimes we can get muddled in our head and just focus on our business and just focus on our goals and just focus on growing this. But I I want to ask you that when you are getting into like, I can't stop thinking about work, I got to grow, I got to grow, I got to do this, I got to do this. I ask you to slow down and to really remember that like the point of growth is to have more capacity for life, to have more capacity to do amazing things with your family, with your friends, for yourself. That is the point of growth. That is why we choose growth. Because I think about my life before I really started deeply working on myself and growing at such a fast pace. And it feels like a simpler life. And it was a simpler life. But it was a life full, full of what ifs. It was a life full of what is possible. And I remember having so many questions of like, can I do this? I can't do this. Like, what's my potential? And I spent a lot of time obsessing over like, what is possible for me? What's the right thing? What's the right direction? And now I never ask myself those questions. 
I always know, I mean, I don't always know where I'm going, but like for the most part, I'm willing to be on the ride of growth and I know what that feels like and I know I'm safe in it. And when you know you're safe in growth, the world is your fucking oyster. Like you can do anything. And, you know, I'm just, I don't know, I'm sitting here thinking about being 36 years old, I'm still young for, you know, I'm still young, but also getting a little old, but I'm actually looking forward to 40. But when I think about the last, you know, the last years of my life, the last five years of my life where I've really invested deeply in my personal growth, I mean, those are the same times that my husband and I have transformed our lives, our lives, and made some really, really big decisions that changed the game for us. And I want to remind you that growth, as tiring as it can feel, growth is what allows you to have capacity for more life to live. And although sometimes it doesn't feel like that, I want you to look back. I want you to look back and remember that like the sure the grass doesn't feel greener, but if you look around at your life and see what you've created while you've been on your growth journey and really look outside and actually take a look at what you've created. It's such a good reminder that you've created a life that is yours, that you chose on your terms. I remember having a powerful thought when I left my nine to five, and that was, I'm never going to ask for a raise again. I will never have to articulate my value and try to prove my value to my manager ever again. And those are the moments that are like behind me. And I need to remember that. Like I chose this growth and I always choose my growth. And when I look at my outside looking in, I'll choose it over and over and over again because I really have created a life of my dreams And what I've learned in my 36 years is the grass is never fucking greener. The grass is never greener. It is green where you decide to water it. So if your life feels hard right now, look around. Count your blessings. Look at the life that you've created. And if your life isn't anywhere close, like if you haven't been choosing growth and you've just been in circles and you've felt stuck, then I want you to have a serious conversation about your, with yourself about what you want to do and what are you going to do about it. Because you could choose growth any time you want it means following your fear. It means diving into that fear and going head first and telling yourself, we will figure this out when I get there, but I'm doing this. 
36 years of my life and the last six have just been out of this world. I mean, I remember when I turned 30, I was very confused about all the directions I wanted to go in my life. And to be honest, my life has transformed since. I am so grateful that I chose growth. I'm so grateful that I continue challenging myself and challenging the narrative that I have to, it's safe to stay small. It's safe to, you know, do the societal story that society tells you you should do. I want to be the person that breaks the narrative. I want to be the mom that goes on business trips for days and leaves her kids with her husband. I want to hire a nanny because that's the, the support I need. I want to get all the support I need to create what I want to create. And that's not everyone's story and that's okay. It's not what everyone desires and that's okay. But if you're anything like me, you want to live your life reaching your potential and learning about that potential and seeing what's possible on the other side of it while enjoying your life and building something that's so worthwhile. So happy birthday to me. I hope this was helpful to you. I hope this gave you some insight. I kind of just wanted to share my thoughts about growth and being 36. I have just, I mean, my life is the biggest blessing. I live in a beautiful home that my husband and I worked really, really, really hard to get to this time in our life. We have two beautiful, healthy, healthy boys. And I, I mean, I have a husband who is very imperfect, me who's very imperfect, but we're two people that are really committed to making our marriage work every single day. And I have family that I can call and talk to. Um, We've lost some people along the way and that's okay. I know what grief is, but I'm just so thankful for everything in my life, everything I've created. I'm so thankful to young Catalina. Like I'm so thankful for her for choosing the scary road and going against the narrative and doing things differently. And I'll continue to do that. And I hope you do too. I hope you choose growth. Even when it's hard, I hope you choose growth and I hope you choose loving yourself through the growth and loving your life through the growth. And I know that's a balancing act and that's okay. It's supposed to be that way. All right, y'all. I will see you later. Okay, bye. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. 
to get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.